You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. Issue 58 of Nerdflow. This is the, um, I guess we can call this the the Infinity War edition? People died. So, this is issue 58 and warning. Spoiler alert! You can clearly I'm so see. Sick of it. You can clearly see this on the heading of the Facebook Live video because we're recording live on Facebook Live and on YouTube, YouTube as YouTube yeah. as well. So you have been warned. So this may not be the episode you want to listen to if you haven't seen the movie. So I suggest you cut it off now, and I'm gonna give you about ten seconds to cut this off, and then we'll holler at you on issue fifty nine. How about that? But for those well, we... who have seen it, though, <laughs> welcome to the welcome or three times or four. Bragging much, but nonetheless, you're in for a good show tonight. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let's do some housekeeping real quick before we get into the full the full thing that is Infinity War. Um, Press Play Network Podcast, of course. Um, we have a new affiliate for Nerdflow Podcast now. It's going to be superhero stuff. Uh, you guys can head over to the Facebook page for those who don't know what it is. It is facebook.com forward slash Nerdflow Podcast. If you click the button in the top right corner that says shop now, you can go over to superhero stuff, which is our affiliate. Anything you buy on there uh, using our link will help out the podcast. Um Go pick up some uh, Infinity War gear, man. Like, you know, before you, if you haven't seen the movie, you know, you might well go decked out in Infinity War gear. So head over to using our um, special link for superhero stuff and go get that and check that out. In addition to that, um, <clears throat> it is May 1st and we are roughly about 24 days away from Comic Palooza. And uh, yeah, man, we will be there podcasting live doing a lot of you know being nerds as we are and um man primarily just getting a lot of exclusive content for you guys that can't make it or can't be there or have never been to a con in their life if you haven't been to a con in your life i don't know what you waiting on uh you might want to take your nerd card on that one but but yeah man so please make sure you guys come check us out at comic palooza uh, that is uh, Memorial Day weekend, so starting Friday on May 25th, we will be there, So along with a bunch of other podcasts. So let's go, people. Uh, let's see how we want to kick this off. That's, that's the... All right, let's, where, let's, where let's, start from the, let's do it in chronological order. Let's just right. go. Okay, All right. let's, let's go. So the first thing it kicks off, like the way the movie kicks off, you know, it it, it 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 kicks off with the 
The Marvel title sequence. <laughs> well, of course, every that. movie starts with the. <laughs> All right, man. So, but you knew like, something, Thanos... something was getting real when we didn't hear anything. We were like, "Wait a minute! Ain't no music playing. It's just." Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's very true. we saw Thanos like. First of all, Thanos is on the Asgardian refugee ship. Him and his minions. And they direct shop. You got Squidward on there preaching to everybody, telling them to be thankful that they didn't die. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Did you really just call that boy Squidward? Might as well. That's what they called him in the movie? I know, right? So, yeah. We'll say this. We'll say this. Squidward with grace. So we're gonna we're gonna say that Ebony Maw, but yet Squidward with grace because he had every ounce of grace with everything like, he did in that movie. We had so much like we had so much roasting from the Avengers onto the bad guys in this show. I mean, in this movie, it was ridiculous. We had folks being called grimace. We had folks calling Thanos chin a ball sack. Like they were roasting in this. Like like they went to Greenville, Ohio. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, man. no! <laughs> Shout out but, to all the nerds at Greenville High. But yo, know, on a real talk though, man, like Loki, you know, was trying to be Loki, and you know, trying to pledge his loyalty to Thanos, and then said, "Use that classic line: We have a hope." Looked like Hulk was going to give Thanos the breaks, but then Thanos was like, nah, B, you know, let me show you how it's really done. And, like, he, like, we never see, like, the Hulk busted then with Hulk like this. Oh, man, he was no. two-piecing that. He was two-piecing that boy. All they need to get that boy was a biscuit. I'm just saying, because he was just, ah, ah, ah. Could have sworn I heard combo breaker at the end of Thanos. <laughs> it might, so, it do, see, it might have been. And, then you know it was like what's what's the old boy name that uh Idris Elba played because he um him down yeah and uh anyway whatever his name is he used the last of his life to he, he wasted his life in the Hulk the earth where he met up with Strange but um you know Thanos you know Thanos after Loki hold gave him the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. wait 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 body count number one Hemdow. Hemdow. Uh, we'll make a body count of this. Yeah, that, yeah, body that, count that, that, one. Was, that was the first casualty right there. That was the first Hemdow. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos put a blade through his heart. Pissed Thor off. So, then, you know, Thanos picked Thor by the head. Was using low he, everybody, everybody, thought, everybody thought he was about to die, too. Don't, don't act like Yeah, we out. We thought Thor was about to die, but then, um, you know, Thor thinking the Tesseract got destroyed on Asgard when Loki had it all the time. And so Loki gives uh, Thanos the Tesseract. Anyway, Loki tried to pull the trick, tried to stab Thanos, messed up, and that was it for Loki. I, all the thing you heard behind that was finish him. Uh, <laughs> body count number two. Got choked body out. count number two. He got choked out. You know, one-handed choke. Hey, it's, li- it's slick. When I saw it the second time, 
I slicked out. I heard Loki neck crack, like because you see Thanos with his thumb, like push Loki head to the side, like with his thumb he broke his neck. It said there'll be no more resurrections this time. So, like, yo, like, oh man, Grimace went to the gym and we ain't safe. Basically, <laughs> so oh, so. <laughs> So they get to Earth. <laughs> then they pan to Earth. And, you know, you see Doctor Strange, Thor, I mean, uh, Hulk that landed in Doctor Strange house. And, you know, he... You mean he the Sanctum? Yes, the Inner Sanctum. House Sanctum. Yeah, the Inner Sanctum. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, he's saying Thanos is on his way. So eventually, you know, Bruce tell them that, you know, we got to contact Tony, Doctor Strange, open up. You see Tony and Pepper together. You know, talking about their wedding, getting married, having a little little one. Yeah, all that. And you know, she's still feeling uneasy about Tony being Iron Man. But then, you know, Doctor Strange been dealing with it for about ten years. She still ain't can't come to grips with that yet. And he, she had a suit on. Just saying. Just saying. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. But. You know, Tony go. They talking about the time stone. Woobity whoop. Trying to get Bruce trying to tell Tony he need to call Cap. Tony's taking his time calling Cap. Well, on top of I that, didn't realize. Man, on top of that, Banner had no clue about what happened during Civil War because he had jumped in the ship and went to God knows where after Age of Ultron. So he had no clue that the whole Civil War thing even went down. So right, just, yeah. Just, just throw that out there. It's a Spider-Man and an Ant-Man. Plus, plus he <laughs> paranoid already because he just took a grade A USDA certified ass open from yeah. Thanos, and he know they come to Earth. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but, then let's see. After that, uh, Cole Obsidian and I think it was uh, Ebony Maw showed up in New York. Squidward. <laughs> so basically that's Squidworth and Great Hulk. Great value Hulk. We're gonna say that. Which, no, no, which the actual name which the actual name of the of Cole Obsidian is not really Cole Obsidian, just to give y'all some real facts real quick. It's actually called the Black Dwarf, but they didn't want to go with that name. Cole Obsidian was actually is what the Black Order is actually called in the comic books. But they Marvel renamed it for the MCU, didn't want to go with Black Dwarf. They wanted to be offensive, so they call him Cole Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Proceed. <laughs> well, let's talk about the fight with Doctor Strange and Ebony Ma. Oh yeah, man, that was, that was a. Well, uh, Ebony Ma kind of had him on the ropes. It's yeah. like, well, Strange was getting him in the very beginning, but then I think yeah. Ebony Ma got kind of got frustrated, and then he turned him upside down on a building. And then stuff just got all uh, in a, in a, uh, what is it uh, Inception like for a second. <laughs> yeah, and then let's talk about the loyalty of the dang on cloak. Oh man! What did somebody call it? Like what they call it? Like, evil blanket? Um, who was that? <laughs> yes, uh, the, it was out of Starker Parker that said that one of those Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of Parker, you know, as usual, 
And with that scene, when we introduced the Parker in the film, we got the cameo that we already knew was coming from Stan Lee with him being a bus driver this time. Exactly. I was wondering how far along in the Stan Lee hold here. more jobs than the hustle man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, call him, call him bro, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we got Parker getting in his, changing his suit as he's uh, jumping off the bus. Got his friend Ned to call the distraction. He's swinging through the city. And he joins them on the battlefield. And basically, well, like, all to... everybody had to do was just turn around and like, oh, there goes a big giant donut in the sky. How much of a distraction do you need? <laughs> like, like nobody's attention would have been anywhere else but that. Come on now. <laughs> I think they kind of knew it was there, but it's like, we ain't do nothing about it. So I guess his human. friend just had to be like, you know, we gonna die. And so everybody was just went to a panic at that point. I think they saw it. Pretty sure they saw it, but he just needed them to have the end there focus on him not jumping out the bus. So, so yeah. So then, you know, we had the fight still continue, and, and like we just said not too long ago, Hulk is so shook, hey, he doesn't want to out. But hold on, hold on. What up? When Peter jumped out the bus, this is the one thing that would have bothered me. When they finally made it to their destination, nobody was like, where the hell Peter at? No, because they probably <laughs> used to him. They probably used to him freaking uh, just MIA in them all the time. I'm pretty sure they didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I pre- mean, come I on, dude. He MIA. He MIA. His his debate team. Exactly. <laughs> Add on to the fact, Tony still just look at him. Still just look at him as protege. Like at that point, until the uh, later on in the film. But I'm pretty sure Stark already knew people was gonna come eventually. So. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta say that part when he was when the ship was going up into the air and he told him to just fall, but he didn't want to fall. And then when he had to fall because he was losing oxygen, I, you gotta say that was a pretty cool moment when that freaking uh, Iron Spider. Iron Spider. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's another thing I like. I like the nanotech in this movie. The, the Tony nanotech. Oh, Tony oh, Iron Man, man like. Much respect. To, I think this suit is probably the best suit because yeah, just it's alone, the best suit. Just alone on Titan when he was like going at it with Thanos, just to skip ahead a little bit when he was going at it with Thanos, man. I'm like the moves that he was doing to like ground him and then just it's just like man, this this suit is like can do anything because it's, it's, it's basically it's basically going off his thoughts. The nanotechs are the nanotech is making. Weapons off his thoughts. Yeah. So, you know that's that's what the cool part is, and it's reactive too. Mm-hmm. As fast as he think it is, as, as fast as, as the weapon or the shield or something being made. Like when he was trying to catch up to the space to the spaceship, he t- said something about extra power, and his feet fused together and made one big booster. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I think um, Spider-Man um, nanotech suit, Iron Spider suit. I think they're just the first version because I think they're gonna eventually get to the gold and red suit eventually. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Probably at some point. Um, man, there's a lot of stuff though, like that. Um, there's a lot of stuff within the trailer. A lot of stuff that we saw in the trailer versus the movie um, that didn't really, you know, show in the movie. <laughs> And a good example of that is the Wakanda scene when everybody's everybody running. Everybody running. Everybody saw Hulk, but and I, uh, come to find out, I read today 
that Marvel said they purposely uh, they cut out scenes, like falsely put scenes within the trailer so people wouldn't try to piecemeal together kind of like what happened yeah and, and basically spoil the movie so they put in they put in a lot of false stuff like spider-man swinging through swinging on titan swinging through the rings where you didn't see the iron spider legs within that scene until you saw it in the movie it wasn't shown in that part yeah, I, know him, uh, him yeah, I know what i think this i think this got a lot to do with disney because you get when you look at it look what they did with star wars and then look what they just did with this. Mm-hmm. You know, because you had a, a lot of us was just like trying to throw these theories out there before, well before the movies even come out. That's why I went back and did a lot of reshoots too. Yeah, people was trying to yeah, people was trying to piecemeal the movie together, and just like they, I mean, they knew what they were doing, man. They were trolling, they were trolling people from the jump with, "Come on now, you took the three main guys of the Avengers, Captain America." Iron Man and Thor and put them in, uh, you know, predicaments in a clip within the trailer because then everybody started theorizing, okay, who's going to die? So they knew. That. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till we get to the real, the reemergence of Thor. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so let's keep going. Where we at? Where we at now? Where we at now? So now we uh, got to the part with, uh, we just got to talking about Tony chasing, uh, Spider and Doctor Strange in space, and I think either this is gonna be the part where uh, the Guardians of the Gods get introduced, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with Star Lord, so, with Star Lord trying to imitate, uh, trying to have a deep voice and imitate and imitate Thor because he was starting to feel jealous because Gamora was feeling on Thor. Before we continue, <laughs> let's all just see and say Drax was the dopest character in this film. Oh man, the scene with him just like sitting there just chewing. <laughs> I have mastered the art of invisibility. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? One hour. <laughs> Watch as I eat this chip slowly. You want me to take my movements? <laughs> hey, Drake. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. They were like the coming relief of the movie, man. Like, <laughs> like so much. You know, I... And I know it's a part of the story, but, but they made me hate Star Lord. They really made me hate <laughs> Star Lord. Why? <laughs> well, let's not, hey, let's not let's not jump ahead. But let's talk about where we uh where we left off, where Bruce Banner picks up the cell phone on that he found on that. Yeah, like how do you think that went? I mean, he probably made that call, but. That's when they switched over to Vision and Scarlet Witch. Now, mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw this out there. I mean, Vision and Scarlet Witch, when we come up to the same day in a hotel room, I'm just going to guess Vision is anatomically correct. Um, yeah. Well, in the comic books, yeah, they actually create... I mean, she's a witch and he's an android, so I mean... Dude, come on now. I mean, let's be real. Dragon Ball Z... And Krillin, Krillin and, and th- thank you, thank you, but, thank you. But seventeen <laughs> was human before she got turned into an android, though. I mean eighteen, but yeah. I mean yeah, eighteen, eighteen and seventeen were humans first, and then Doctor Jiro kidnapped them and put android parts in them, so they so, actually cyborgs versus so, being androids. So we're just gonna go ahead and just put it out there and just say that. Human. 
making cookies. Robo sexual, <laughs> robo sexuality plays a huge part in this whole thing. Exactly. So, exactly. But here's one thing I just didn't understand. I thought Scarlet Witch was uh, Russian. Man, a whole accent. They they dropped that accent. Somebody brought that. I was watching something today. They brought that up. Yeah, they, they straight. I think they just like, you know what? Let's just drop the accent. Which is fine. I mean, it's a small detail. I gotta give really her, people y'all see. I gotta give what because I didn't really see the difference, and I, I saw like like bringing it up to the light. But I was like, no, like dude, it. like when I had saw Age of Ultron a couple of days after out the movie, I paid him. Hold on, wait, hold on, somebody, wait, hold on. She had a Russian accent in this film. It just wasn't that heavy. Shoot. Mm. I ain't hear it at all. No, I'm saying I ain't hear nothing. I ain't know about it in Civil War, but you know, hey, like I said, uh, this is you know when it came down to Vision and Scarlet Witch, you know that uh, as who was it, Proxima's Midnight, uh, yeah, Proxima Midnight and uh, Clovis. Uh, I got his name. Hold on a second, I'll tell you just a second. Uh, Clovis Gray. Clark- mm-hmm. When those two arrived. To get the mindstone, that's when we see Captain America. No, let's talk about the jump scare. Like, <laughs> oh, you talking about with the you got a jump scare for that? No, wait. When uh, Vision got stabbed, like, oh, just looking time. at the TV screen, talking about, okay, I gotta go. And, like, having this big conversation, like, I don't want you to go and then stab you. Let, let me say this: the first time, the first. Time. <laughs> yeah, he got that same leak twice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so. uh like I said, that's when the whole chase for the Mind Stone began in that part of the movie, and that's when Cap Black Widow and Falcon make their entries into the movie. The, the Secret Avengers believe a made, lot of made, made the debut because that's what they that's what basically what they are, the Secret Avengers. And I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit here and lie and say that I'm I'm a little, a little mad at Cap for growing a beard, and I, I've yet to grow a fool myself. But that's that's the side point. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, we we got those characters jumping in. And I believe the next scene was Clovis got got his ass whooped. Yeah, that, that, no. Well, Clovis yeah, that part, that part. But uh, we and then we get it like the big intro with Falcon, Black Widow, all returning to help Vision and Wanda. Oh yeah, that's right. They did say let's go home. So they went to the, they went to Avengers uh, headquarters. I guess you can call it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, and was right. bold and was bold with it. Was so bold. It's like we want it, but we going there anyway. Yeah, and there we we got uh we got a war machine there, and also we got Bruce a glimpse there. of the yeah we yeah, also right. got a glimpse of the general, and like, we knew and we knew what happened to Ant Man and Hawkeye. So, what was the deal? Yeah, we need. So, I really want to like try to piece together like what was that deal that they made with each other? Like they just went their separate ways and couldn't take like the house arrest. So I'm pretty sure what's going to happen when it came to the deal with Ant-Man, uh, they're going to talk about that when Ant-Man and Walsh comes out because that, that does take place within somewhat the timeline, I guess, with yeah. Infinity War. So yeah, we're going to find out happens, what happens that. Happens right, it happens before um, Infinity War. So we'll, Infinity, find out yeah. why, why, we'll find out why he's on house arrest. And Clive was on the phone with um, Nick Fury at the end of the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Because he he was saying, tell Clive to meet us at, and then that's when they crashed into that suburban. So, yep. But, uh, well, yeah, so now we have ourselves a 
great trip to the great great land of Wakanda. I was yes. the only one that's happy. Wakanda forever. And I literally <laughs> mean that after watching this movie. Wakanda forever. Because that's when we get it. That's when we see Bucky get his new arm. Yep. And um, That was a dope arm, man. I mean, way better than another one. Yeah, yeah, it was way better than another one. I think you're jumping ahead. What about our Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, Oh. right, right. That's when uh they get they got Thor. Thor wakes up. They got the distress signal from the Asgardian ship, and Thor hits the windshield and Rocket screaming, "Please get him off!" Okay, what do you think Groot said to Star Lord? Like, we all don't speak Groot, but he must have said a mouthful. Yeah, because they was like, you understand Groot? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, Language! They, they were shocked when Thor honestly knew what Groot was saying. He's only been around for 1,500 years, I'm just saying. Pretty sure he picked yeah. somewhere. That man said he was the elective on Asgard. That's what threw <laughs> me off. He's like, huh? <laughs> like my nigga, y'all got electives and specials and stuff on Asgard too. <laughs> let me take that. I don't find that. Let me take that group uh, this semester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but me, you know what? Let, even... let, let me take that Grootology, please. For, um... <laughs> but okay, who, who saw who saw Thor and Rocket actually having great chemistry on on screen? Who 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 saw that one? Yeah. I did because I, I saw the I saw the chemistry when he first called him a rabbit. Yep. And yeah, kept okay. calling him rabbit throughout the whole, whole Let's go rabbit. Movie. Let's go rabbit. And rocking I mean, and another correct him once. But my thing <laughs> is like Alright, Thor Ragnarok is when they turn like from the first one from when we first saw Thor and Hulk together, it, they, it was already like that was a comedic duo. And they've gradually made Thor more and more and more the comedic relief mm-hmm. of, of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They've they done that with Thor and Hulk. And I think it's because it, actually in the comic book, they were the most too serious. Like yeah. Thor and Hulk were like more serious than any of the other characters in the comic book. Yeah, Thor was and Thor was always serious, and that's kind of how the first Thor was, is that he was like super super serious when it came to like the first movie. And then they, you know, as if they went on, they kind of I mean they really lined them up and went in Ragnarok, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, go ahead. But you know that's when they split up and they go to uh. The Guardians go to nowhere, and um, Thor, Rocket, and Groot go to uh, what's it called, Vandermeer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so, he can go get uh, his new weapon. Yeah, so you go see Thor was trying to go get um another hammer, but you know he got there. They got there and saw. Well, first at nowhere, the Guardians got there, and. You know, Thanos had been using the stone to trick them to get there. Yeah. Reality and, stone. Um, and use reality yeah. stone to yeah. to alternate alter reality to make it seem like he had actually hadn't had got got the reality stone yet. Yeah. And that's how he was able to get Gamora. You know, because 
It, and, and what's crazy, who remembers uh, from um, Marvel versus uh, Marvel versus Capcom with um, Thanos when you play with Thanos and at the end of the game, like I mean, at the end when you if you won with Thanos, like you have a bunch of bubbles floating up. <laughs> that Mar- but Mar versus Capcom Part Two. Mm, no, well, I don't remember that because I, I don't think I ever got that far in that game on that one on, on two. <clears throat> but uh, so like that was like I picked that up. What like, they pay? They pay homage to that because when Star Lord tried to shoot Gamora because he had made her a promise, like if Thanos had got her, he was going um he would shoot her. Did nothing but bubbles come out, come out, and um, you know, Thanos told um, Star Lord, "I like you," and he took Gamora and left. So, you know, it's it because Thanos knew that Gamora knew where the Soul Stone was. Like all the theories we had about where the Soul Stone was, we were thinking the Soul Stone was in Wakanda. We was thinking that. Because we was all thinking that because it seemed like the big battle was happening in Wakanda. Wakanda exactly. So that's why we, and like he got the soul stone before, you know, like what it was like the the third stone he got. Yeah, yeah. that was the third one he got. And that yeah. was the and that was a crazy. And that I mean that really kind of explains a lot about Guardians of the Galaxy one with Gamora, because. Evidently, she was on a hunt for the stones to begin with when she met Star Lord in, Gar- in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So she yeah. kind of had, so she basically did have an idea the whole time from the first Guardians of the Galaxy, probably where it was. Yeah, but she you know she told uh, Nebula she burnt the map, but Thanos knew that she remembered where it was though. Oh yeah, who and, was who, who remember that scene when uh. Nebula was suspended and uh, suspended while being tortured. Man, that was yeah. intense too. Oh yeah, shoot. And it was all in, like in the throne room, and she was explaining like how she really felt about growing up and being raised by him. Yeah, because you know, I I, I like that they did the flashback scene showing how Gamora came to be his daughter and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. No, don't don't look at the people dying back there. Look at look at the knife. No, no, look at me. Look at the knife. <laughs> hey, you, you know that's the that's the perplexing thing about Thanos. Well, we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that when it's necessary about him. But uh, let's talk about that now. Like you really see like the favoritism with with uh, Gamora and you know Nebula. Like we're we're not really gonna get uh, like a backstory of Nebula as you can see, but you really see that he really favored Gamora. I mean, he actually saw Gamora as his daughter. You yeah. know, he actually did care about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, he was saying he liked how uh, how she was when he first, you know, because when she walked up to him, it's like she walked up to the man with like no type of fear, and she wasn't too scared of him. So. Because he told her she had a, he told her she had a fighting spirit. So, so now we go to the, the planet. What was the name of the planet that the Soul Stone was on? It was a. Uh, um, man, I can't think you of know what? 
What was it, uh, Tink? Um, not nowhere. Was it nowhere? No, 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 not no nowhere. nowhere. It start, didn't it start with like a V? Uh, yeah, is I think the put the planet, yeah Valdemir. Yeah, it was Valdemir. So we get to the planet of Valdemir, and who just so happened to show up that had known about the Soul Stone? Red Skull. Other than Gamora. Oh, Red okay. Skull. Like, okay. I think he first. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know when he popped up, it was just a shadowly figure. You thinking it's death or whatnot? Because you know, like before he even started talking, you see the figure pop up. You know, it looked like it's death. And you know, in the comic book, Thanos had a relationship with Lady Death. Right. But that's, well, that's basically um, the whole reason he. Did, I mean, that's basically the whole reason him. So the whole reason behind the getting the, the Finley gun. And, yeah. 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 <clears throat> but yeah. uh, that's when I was Red Skull after the first Captain America movie. So who was super shocked what? to see? I, I know I was like, I, I, I like I always so was pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty much shocked about it. But, but then so, you, so, but then so you go back, and it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because, like, because even in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. You actually see where he went because a lot of people had the idea that he died, but it's like no, he put his hands on the tesseract and it beamed him up, and that's where it beamed him up to, and he's been there for damn near ten years, pretty much. Um, other another thing, yeah, um, longer than ten years, he's probably, been there probably, over uh, probably longer. Than he's been there years. seventy over seventy, 70 years. Oh, yeah, because uh, oh, yeah, uh, that movie took place during the Second uh, World War. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. 40s. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, I'm thinking in MCU time as far as our time. Um, other thing about Red, other thing about Red Skull, it's not played by that's his name Hugo something. They used to play Smith in the Matrix. Not played by him. It's actually played by uh, Ross Marqu- Marquid. Uh, he plays on The Walking Dead as a character named Aaron. So uh, it's crazy how I still didn't see the difference. Like they did a really good job. He's yeah, very good. They, really say he's, they, they say he's very good at impersonations, and I think basically he was impersonating his role. What you call it? Playing him, playing Red Skull, and originally, mm-hmm. yeah, new guy playing it, and he loves playing the character. From what I heard, pretty sure he does. I wonder but, how that's gonna play. How they gonna blow Cap mine with that? Well, here's when I first. Okay, so my my thing about that with the whole Red Skull reveal is that was the key indicator for me when he showed up i was like okay cap ain't dying because you're not gonna bring back cap's arch enemy and recast his arch enemy and not and kill off cap that's just not gonna happen because that's his i mean that's his joker in in comics that's he's always he's always going against him see my thing is when they was talking about killing out somebody it was to make us think that some of the main Avengers gonna like just really die, which they did at the end of the movie. But that was just for this movie. I don't think none of the like you know, of course, all of them gonna get brought back. But I don't think nobody really gonna die. That just some people just gonna be like, cause Tony. I feel like Tony gonna want to go like go be with Pepper, and so what's gonna happen is either Shuri. Or go end up becoming Ironheart. They're gonna flip it like that, or they're gonna bring in um, the girl that's in the comic book to be Ironheart. One of them gonna happen, and then either Bucky gonna end up becoming Captain America, 
or Falcon gonna end up becoming Captain America. You already got Spider Man. They gonna bring back Captain Marvel. Like it's just that the older crew gonna end up retiring somehow, and you are you are, they already bringing in the new crew. So you're saying we're gonna be going into the next phase, phase yeah. four, yeah. four. Yeah, yep. this will be the yeah. This 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 will be uh, instead of us ending a phase with the Avengers, we're gonna be beginning a phase with uh with an Avenger movie. The the, the new Avengers. Hmm. And there's a door more stuff to be having too. A door of possibilities, especially oh, yeah. with us. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, now you know while we're back on the uh, subject, you know. In order for Thanos to get that soul stone, he has sacrificed something that he loves dearly. So, by the count number three, Gamora. So, man, did not that, see that sense, coming. And in a sense, it makes you, it gets you like thinking about Thanos a bit. Like, how would you view Thanos now? Because you see him, especially promo wise, if you read the comments, you see him basically like this bad guy that doesn't care. He just wants these stones. But in this movie, it's like you see one of his main weakness, which was Gamora. So even before he uh, took her to that planet, like when they were on his throne, little throne, uh, you know, he was like, I remember you saying you always hated this chair. So in a sense, he does care about her despite how he goes about stuff, though. Yeah, very much so. So, I think the next scene, the next scene was uh, Ebony Maul again, I believe. They were on a ship. He was torturing Dr. Strange for the uh, time stone. Oh, yeah, and that's when Peter showed that he was on the ship. So, uh, that's where, you know, they came up with a plan to get rid of him. And so, they just, like, Iron Man landed. <laughs> And, you know, acted like he was going to shoot at him. You know, said something real slick-like asshole-like and shot a hole in the ship. And, you know, dude flew out the side of the ship and died in space. And, Man, um, that was the funniest way to die for Ebony Mob. Like, just slipped into space. Dang, Squidward. <laughs> yeah, he just freaking froze to death in space. So, you know, and then, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and um, Spider-Man say Doctor Strange and Iron Man sealed up the hole and it was right back to button heads between Iron Man and Strange. And that's when Iron Man took his hand, hit Peter on both shoulders. You're officially an Avenger now. And you also see that Doctor Strange actually had to make the choice. And he said that if it had to become between Iron Man, Spider-Man, or the stone, yeah. he would choose the stone over this uh, over this mission just to protect it. Because the fate of the world depends on it. Yes, sir. And he meant that. And he, and he, he meant it, and he, and he said it. And then, you know, we're going, we're still traveling in the middle of space because, you know, the ship is headed toward Titan. And that's when we get an opening f- with uh, the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy. We got Mantis, we got, got Drax, and Star Lord. Yeah. Where is Gamora? 
Who is Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> I forgot who said that. Was it Drax? Yeah. Yes. Drax. <laughs> <laughs> man. Drax stole his whole film, man. Yeah, he, he had the best one-liner through the whole thing. Uh, now, nah, but like when, when Strange, Stark, and Spider-Man met the Guardians of the Galaxy, that was a funny scene. But what threw me off is when Thor and Rocket them landed on the dwarf planet and saw that the dwarf had made uh, Thanos' gauntlet. Is that my boy walked out as the as the dwarf? You know what I'm saying from Peter Game Dinklage. of Thrones. Yeah, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. I said that. I made that prediction a couple shows back that he was in the credits, and I figured he was only in the playing the dwarf. The dwarf does a job, which is yeah. About it. <laughs> but it was a lot. It was a lot of great reactions when it came to him. He came yeah. But like then, this whole scene was perfect. Yeah, but then <laughs> you know that's when when they got you know when they got the star back going, Thor pretty much sacrificing himself to get Stormbreaker, which is a a, a axe hammer. Like one end is like one end is shaped like a hammer, one end shaped like a axe. That they had to melt the uh, metal and stuff, and it came it came out. Group group pretty much saved the day and saved Thor by you know using his his tree limbs as a handle to uh, save Thor because the hammer could uh, save his life. So and Thor. That, that's when we, after that, we make it to the battle of Wakanda. When well, they let's, get ready. let's rewind back, guys. I got a, I got a question. How Peter has obviously been in space so long that, that he forgot his home planet was called Earth. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's about Quill. He's about yeah. Quill. And then, you know... You know the reference that he made, like he he doesn't realize that, you know that his home has really you know grown. Yeah, it's been got, modernized. He keep, yeah, it's been modernized. And then he mentions like Footloose, wondering if it's still one of the greatest movies of all time. That's part of it. Nah, no. And it's like this is the scene where they all come together and realize that they're on the same team and they're all trying to find out where um. Uh, you know where Gamora is, and even though she's dead, because they got the um, the call from Nebula to meet to meet on Titan, right? And so they had to strategize, and they realized that the planet, you know, has the gravity is thrown off, and they're just waiting. That's when we get like all the scenarios by Doctor Strange when he tests out the time stone and sees that we only did like fourteen, 14 million, million. scenarios, fourteen million scenarios, and they only win one. Yeah, that's. I thought that was messed up. I was like, maybe, maybe we get at least you know three in there, but one? <laughs> no, nah, we wasn't gonna get no three. <laughs> we gonna get that one. We are gonna run with it. Ugh, like that, that really took me for a loop and irritated me. I was like, just one. Like you ain't gonna go back in there and see if you can, you know, find a few I mean, more. I mean, fourteen million. I mean, the odds are not in your favor <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> You got one. You lucky you got one. All right. We're just going to roll with this one. Yeah. All right. We're just going to go with this plan. One's yeah. better than nothing, man. But then you see Shiri back in Wakanda 
looking inside a vision to get rid of the stone, she was uh, and realizing on. that he's polymorphosis and that why couldn't the structure just be, you know, remorphed? She, she was she was schooling them science wise on why they didn't do this when they made vision. But it was <laughs> it was their project. Bruce worked on their project to create vision, and you would think there would have been something that they would have already thought of when like, they nah. made them. She was like, "Nah, why you didn't do this?" Like, well, that's what we thought of at the time. So I mean, and see, this was making me think that Sherry gonna end up becoming Ironheart because it would kind of like make it would it would no. kind of make <laughs> no. We don't we don't we don't need Sherry to be Ironheart. We need the next Black Panther, so she can't yes. be Black Panther and Ironheart at the same time. They can spin it. They can but spin that's it. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm <laughs> thinking. They're gonna end up spinning it. Because let's 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 go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Because we because I mean okay. So the whole Fox thing is not like down, and you know it's not you know the ink is not dry on that whole deal. But I mean they swapped you know Hulk with the Silver Surfer because the Silver Surfer was the one that actually fell to Earth, not not the Hulk. And then the other thing was with Ultron, Hank Pym created uh, Ultron, not Tony and. Not Tony and uh, well, not actually, not Iron Man. He didn't create uh, Ultron, so I mean, they could have probably waited to do Ultron and introduce Hank Pym to actually, you know, do the the comic book storyline, but they didn't. So they can do that probably with what you call it too. And on, top of, and on top of that, on and on top of that, Bucky is really not White Wolf in the comic books. But they call him uh, it. They call him White Wolf. White Wolf is is, is uh, T'Challa's like cousin or something like that. No, nah, he was, uh, he was adopted. adopted. Yeah, yeah, adopted brother adopted. or something like that. He's an adopted brother, yeah. Because of yeah, because of team King T'Chaka. Yeah. yeah. And so like in in the movies they eliminated that part of it, like the white wolf, the original white wolf and all of that. So, you know, it's just they could spin it any way that they want to. Because we talking about a generation they not really make they making these movies for our generation and the older people because the weedy people that read the comic books, but because they really trying to appeal more to the kids, they can spin it any way they want to to make it make sense to the kids who never did read the comic books. Yeah. All I can say, we just gonna have to wait to see in Black Panther two, especially yeah. seeing what 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 Shuri does in Black Panther two. So, ain't no telling. Then again, Avengers might beat Black Panther two. We don't know, but. All I can say is, but now Sherry has pretty much showed her brilliance and showed how Vision could have been structured a lot differently. But I kind of want to see in the future, in the future of Black Panther movies, where you know Sherry has you know the power and the science to actually summon birds to her command. Might get that. Might get that. Like even though we haven't gotten that reference. You know, yet in you know the previous scenes with with her, this is one of the abilities that I hope that they put into future uh, future films. Because like we we know that she's smart, we know that she can invent, but you know we also know that T'Challa was an inventor in majority of the comic books, and they kind of just stripped it away from him and put it yeah, more with with sure. sure. Yeah, they yeah. did eliminate. I, I noticed that too. They eliminated the the fact that T'Challa uh, was very smart too, and that he did um, most of the inventing. I think that would have been 
Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, screw it. I'm gonna say it. I think that would have been too much for white America to handle. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So then we had the force. You have uh, of course Thanos making his presence in a way known when it comes to Proxima Midnight and they little wild little pack of dogs like aliens, and that's what we hear the child say. They are, they are called the Outriders, sir. Yeah, that's when um, all Koya I know gets is, a signal. Yeah, Koya gets a signal I, from space. And she sees that something has entered the atmosphere right above Wakanda, and they just go at it. Like I really call like the bravery. I'm saying you can call them that. I'm still calling them dogs. They're dogs to me. So, hey, space space dogs at the, at the most. But yeah, that's when T'Challa said, "Get this man a shield." And Cap goes out with his new gear, along with everybody else standing up front, and Mbaku's up there too. So Man, let's talk. No can, I, can I just can I just talk about the the border tribe? Like, Wakabi, I don't know what happened to you, but f you. Probably in jail, but <laughs> captain was weak. <laughs> like you see, they all was going there to you know to defend Killmonger, but as soon as all this, it's like they only had like half of the border tribe. Like, what was y'all? <laughs> When we needed you the most, only a few, you know, I mean, he, he joined in. Food. He probably put that fool in jail for betraying him, probably. <laughs> I just told you that. <laughs> yeah, that bad council might wait for to go for that. But when they start, when the the lids, what them thought, what the things called royalty? Uh, outriders. Out with the outriders start getting through the shield, and the child had them open the shield, and they start running towards them. Yo, it was like cool to see Captain. Uh, Black Panther hit those two flats running. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about outrunning everybody to jump into it. Oh yeah, and I, I gotta admit, man, that that whole scene was cool because but my, what what throws me off though, bro, is this: how, how is it that Black Widow has survived as long as she has? Like she didn't took some licks. Like she didn't really took some licks. Yep. And for her to be a, just a normal human with no special powers or nothing, like, I, and it don't look like the little suit she have all shock resistant because it's look like it's skin tight. But her and um, what's Black Panther bodyguard name? Okoye. Okoye, yeah. That's they were giving woman. it. They were giving it the business, yo. They were giving folks the business together because you know they uh, <laughs> you know, in Civil War. They had kind of buddy heads. So, uh, but, like, I kind of felt like they they had all the previous movies, they had been holding black, back Black Widow power because it kind of made her seem OP in this movie. Oh, yeah, she came in. She came in no fear against Proxima Midnight, that first beating they had, and then after then, again, they meet up again in Wakanda, and it was... It was her. It was Proxima Midnight against who was it? Like her and what's that a chick name? Um, it was Black Widow and who else? I was Okoye. Yeah, Okoye. And then Scarlet Witch jumped in. And then Scarlet Witch jumped in, and Okoye was like, "And we kept her up there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like seeing those three together was just Yo. icing on the cake. I just really love this scene of all three I'm, of them working together. I'm curious. How many? How many Black Panther fans? 
hit that uh hit that arm sign when this when this scene happened. I was one of them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You bombed one of. But then, but doing all of that, man, that's when Thor came in and dropped the mic. Oh, everybody had the best inches of the whole movie. <laughs> Yo, oh, you saw this boy Hammer just cleaning up. <laughs> uh, uh, Stormbreaker axe. Uh, no, 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 I'm saying, I'm said, just saying, I'm so used to saying Hammer, man, so forgive me. Yeah, <laughs> but he came, I'm talking about he came in because you. Like it's an axe and a hammer. It, yeah. It's both because he used move, he used the axe for certain stuff. But then you know when he when he came in and he slammed the ground, he used the hammer in to slam the ground. So like he was out there like cleaning up shop. Man, it looked like a Marvel version of Kratos throwing that uh, Stormbreaker around. I'm like, hold on, man. Can, okay, can you can like can we like honestly say like this is like the best version of Thor? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could say that's the best version. He's like that's like he's like the best version now because after he fought it, after he unfought his sister, now he unlost everything. He's like he ain't he was his only goal through this whole movie was like I'm killing Thanos. His goal, yeah, that's his only goal right now. Mm-hmm. And I love how we got Groot and we got Rocket and they going at it. Hey, with Groot, nah, with like a cool scene is when um Bucky had picked up. Rocket spun on right. Yeah, and they shooting and he was just like, How much for the gun? It's not for sale. It was like, Well, how much for the arm? It's not he walked out. Rocket was like, I'm gonna get that arm. I'm still an arm. Now this thing was also was was amazing to me because you know, Bucky didn't hesitate to grab Rocket. Like, oh, it's a talking raccoon. Like he you know, he was just, he just wasn't surprised. Like he's seen worse, you know. He's like I've seen everything so far, so I mean, <laughs> this ain't nothing. Like, on right top here. of that, he got, I'm like, he got a gun too, so screw it. We both shoot. <laughs> then you know, Captain uh, Captain Thor met up. Uh, that was and, a funny scene right there. But and then Groot right. introduced. Then he introduces Groot. Yeah, I yeah, am Groot. Was... I am Cap. I am Steve, Steve Rogers. <laughs> but he was like, Cap was like, uh, I see you got a haircut. Thor was like, I see you got a bit. Like, you copy my beard. Yeah. <laughs> they, they nodded at each other and went back to fighting. <laughs> see, what else nah. happened after that? Uh, then we had... Thor, uh, Hulk, Hulk will never, will not come out for the rest of that whole movie. And yeah. this is this thing where Hulk <laughs> said no about no. coming out. He popped out and said like, no. That that other thing that tells you is that ass whooping Thanos put on Hulk was just then then broke then broke Hulk spirit. Yep, he wasn't used to that. How is this okay? I, another thing that just crossed my mind, like you know that Hulk was under when he was going against the Hulk Buster, right? Uh. I like when you think about that. Like, do you, maybe the influence of Scarlet, which was what you know gave him that bravery, you know that and that value that he needed when he was going against the Hulkbuster. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, maybe, yeah. like maybe he maybe he needed that you know that extra push because yeah, he wasn't going with, in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, because he thought they tore that city up when she put yeah. the spell on him. <clears throat> but shoot. What else happened next? What happened next? And of course, like we said before, Vision gets stabbed again. 
But he does get some type. He gets his revenge, but still. Scarlet Witch knows she has to destroy that Mind Stone. But elsewhere... What about her death scene? What about her death scene when she got thrown in the air and got, you know, sliced up by them gears of hers? Yeah, we were talking about that because that's when the Cody like, so she's been up there this whole time? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so back on Titan, you know, Thanos, he didn't arrive. He, uh... And then Doc Strange just chilling, just chilling, like, we've been waiting for you, like, oh, this is Thanos. <laughs> he said, you look like a Thanos. <laughs> it almost kind of seemed like in that scene, it was kind of like, if they wouldn't have had attacked him and made him angry, it almost looked like he almost had some reason within him when he was talking to Doctor Strange. Just like for just a little bit. It just seemed like it was, there was there was some some reason with within him when it came to when he was talking to Strange. He was just like, I just want the stone. That's all he wanted. And kick names take take <laughs> mm, Oh yeah. <laughs> Mantis, <laughs> she's so dense. Yes. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> we take ads, kick names. <laughs> we kick names, take ads. I'm like, yo, okay. Why? Wow. Right, well, I see Drax starting to rub off on you a little bit. That's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> but and then after that, let's see. Then they tag team. They pretty much basically tag teamed uh, Thanos, and they had him until me until, until Star and this is why I, they made me hate Star Lord. This like, one made everybody listen. hate Star Lord. Did you see how close that gauntlet was off his head? Uh, yep, Fingertips. Even Tony, yep. even Tony, Tony was like, "We almost got it off. Chill, calm down." I'm like, "Dude, this couldn't. Have, you could have blasted him after the gauntlet would have came off. Like real talk." Uh, yep. Like, and I was just like, you know, like. You ain't even got none yet, bro. You just been kissing her, bro. You go. <laughs> you been on fake breaks the whole time, bro. <laughs> like, like, could have brought her back, man. You you were gonna get her back. You just had to wait. Exactly, yeah. bro. Now you know. Let's go. Let's go, cause so we can get to these theories for the second. Um, for the second. Um, if any wars, cause we'll be all night talking about this movie straight out. So basically, so let's just end, end the fight with Titan. So basically, yeah, talk, uh, Doctor Strange went on ahead, gave him, gave him the stone because he was like, "I give you the stone, spare Tony's life." Gives him the stone, he heads to Wakanda, and just the minute he just touches down, he just it's like he just flicking his wrist around, move, 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 move. Yeah. Give me the stone, give me the stone. Did y'all think Tony was going to die though? For a short second, when he stabbed him, I we, I, yeah. Kind of thought he was. I did, I did for a short second, but you know, yeah. But when Strange gave him the stone, and he told Tony we in the end game, and um, you know, Tony started using the nanotech to heal itself up. You know, that was that was. However, they worked. I still, I still want to know how they worked. Like we saw the blade go through him. Yeah, I thought maybe they would have like really done done a lot of damage to him unless. Well, you think about it, this is the same guy that had freaking shrapnel going to his heart slowly for like how many years before he got, got it removed? Figured, yeah, figured it out and got it removed. So uh, him getting impaled and plus him being impaled to begin with is not even really a thing. They really could have saved him because um, for those who don't watch Agent of the Shield, they saved Coulson. Coulson is alive. So Yeah, that's it. 
And see, the thing is, where Tony got stabbed, there wasn't really no major area neither. It yeah. wasn't like it was through the heart. It wasn't like it was, it was you know, like in the lung anyway. almost, but a little bit probably close to it. It was like it was, side. Yeah, it was lower than the lungs. It was like through the side, like just kind of like through the, probably through a kidney or something. Yeah. But, you know, with the oh. nanotech, you see how the nanotech was steady repairing itself. So who to say that it can't repair um, human a wound? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, man, sadly enough, Vision had to die twice. Uh, then on top of that, Thor thought he would have killed them. But like Thanos said, he should have aimed for the head. Snap his yeah. fingers. Do the stuff. Change the universe by yourself. <laughs> I, I, why did I not see that coming? I don't know. I'm talking about he snapped his fingers and folks just started fading away. Yep. And, and so we lost. Biggest, we lost Spider-Man, the, Black Panther, Drax, Groot, uh, Falcon, was, Doctor Strange, and, Bucky, and Star Lord. Mantis, Akoye. No, no Akoye and this Black Panther. Yeah, and Sam. And Man, Sam much, died by himself. We pretty much lost the entire Gardens of the Galaxy except uh, Rocket. Mm-hmm. Hey, Briario, remember what happened when we both saw uh, Black Panther disappear? Man, we were just we just stared no. at the screen like we do. We said <laughs> we said it at the same time. We <laughs> like, and you know what he said? He didn't know. He said he didn't know until he saw the final cut that he was disappearing. <laughs> Cause he walked up, he walked up to Koya. We thought Koya was gonna disappear. Like, we are not going to end the fight like this. And he just turned the dust. He was like, "Yo, man, the look, man, the look on Koya's face just had me like the acting, just you know, had me heartbroken because she just saw her king, you know, just oh, disappear oh, right in front of oh, my eyes. No, let's talk about heartbreak, Spider Man. No, Mr. Stark, please, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And the fact that he was so, because of his spider sense, he probably felt it more than anybody because he understood what was happening. That's just yeah. what made the scene worse. Yeah. He started off saying, I don't feel good. I don't feel too good. What's, what's going on? All right. So let's yeah. get into, uh, okay, let's first I'll start. Okay. So what do we think Thanos went? Because well, in the comic book, in the comic book, he goes when he thinks he's done everything. He 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 completed his plan. In the comic book, he goes to this uh, planet and he he becomes a farmer. So because it didn't look like Titan in the movie, I'm like Titan. Uh, he just left from there, but it was like you know greenery and a sunset around. I'm like, what the heck? Like so literally he's chilling. I- I ain't gonna lie, I thought it was like Titan in a sense. I guess like a different verse because, like I said, he got the reality song, and he could have probably done something like that. I don't know, but yeah, when he's basically getting off the ship, more importantly, his arm looks like it's been burnt to a crisp in yeah, a sense. Yeah, the, like, the gauntlet was like jacked up when he when it went back at, when it went back into the the present day. Um, let's see. My theory on that is okay. So, oh, thing- oh, oh, wait, wait. And I just realized post credit scene, we see Nick Fury contacting a very familiar person. 
Captain Marvel. And then he fades away too. <laughs> Man, it was people disappearing in cars and hot in helicopters. Like, I know I was like, had me like, went, oh, damn. And the best, the best thing about it is as, as Fury was disappearing, he said, mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> I like classic fail. Is, 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 is it weird that Samuel Jackson's signature word is motherfucker? Nah. No, it ain't. That's what I love about Samuel Jackson. It pro- look, it's probably in his contract that he has to say that at some point. That's why I like about Sam Jackson. Sure he used that. Word. He used that <laughs> word perfectly. It's just like Den- it's just like hearing Denzel say "guarantee." Because mm-hmm. like, like you got you go all the way back to the eighties, like all the way back to the eighties. I'm talking about like coming to America, and that was his signature word. Mother. <laughs> I think I think he got, I think I think people picked up on it and said, "Yo, this is his signature word." Yeah, that's, and his, that's his signature Pulp line, Fiction. No matter, no matter what I, movie in. But I think it became his signature line in Pulp Fiction. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, All so right. on the um, so my theory is that so with the Soul Stone. The soul stone always needs souls. And I think that Gamora, one, is not dead. She's trapped in the stone. Because, of course, that's why it's called a freaking soul stone. Uh, and she and popped I, up She popped up later on after he snaps his fingers. Yeah, she shows up as a girl. And so, basically, the and she's ba- they're basically in the soul world, is what my theory is. And when it goes into where everybody's gone. Because in, in the comics, the soul world is basically like its version of heaven. So, you're basically... Being you're living in a moment that you're the most happiest you were in your life. So basically, with Gamora, she was ha- her happiest. She as a, she was the happiest as she was a young child. And I think in Avengers Four, all the people who you know disappeared or whatever, we're probably going to see like certain flashbacks, like see certain moments of them within the, inside the Soul Stone. Like for example, Black Panther may be he may have a moment or or in the Soul where he may be with his father. Or you may see Drax with his with his family before they died and stuff like that. So I think my th- my theory is for Avengers Four is because at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Two, we saw them Adam. creating Adam. Yeah, and as you know in Infinity War, Adam was the one that ended up getting the gauntlet and bringing everything back to where it was supposed to be. But the question I is, here, here's, a big, here's a big question though, Young. How do the, uh, I can't think of the name of the people um, from from Gardens of the Galaxy, but how do they get the stone? Because they need, they use the stone to, to, to bring him to life, right? If I remember correctly, in the comics. Yeah, but see, I was just saying, I was just using this as preference, but I don't think it's gonna be like that because Guardians of the Galaxy three come out after Avengers four. Yeah, yeah, and then James, so Gunn, the, James Gunn also said there there will be no Adam Warlock in neither the Avengers movies. So right. Of so the, what I'm thinking gonna happen is it's like a theory that's been floating around because Ant Man and Washington come out, and um, so Captain Marvel gonna come back. You're going to have Ant-Man while using the PIM technology. Sherry's still alive. 
So mm-hmm. you got all these, you got, you still got some sciences out there. They're going to find a way to go back in time and, or Cap, I mean, or Iron Man going to end up getting back to Earth and you're going to have all these minds together. They're going to find a way to go back in time and reverse everything and stop Thanos from getting the gauntlet because in the screens, uh, in the screenshots that's been floating, uh, leaked onto the internet, you saw you saw um, pictures of Cap in his original suit mm-hmm. without the beard and everything like that. They you also have everybody... they also have something on their wrist. They all have. Yeah. I don't know what it does or what it what it kind of like leads to in the movie, but they all have a, some type of device on their wrist that they're that they all have. It on. Could get them to travel back in time. I don't know. That, that, yeah. that, that, and for what they said, there's supposed to be sixty-seven heroes. Right, exactly. And so, so I think they're gonna make it so that the Avengers don't break up in time, like they're gonna reverse it to where the Avengers don't break up in time, and that, um, even if Thanos do get the gauntlet when they get when he he had to come to Earth, but the Avengers won't be broken up, they're gonna all be together, and Captain Marvel may be there at the same time too when he shows up. And that's how they stop the events from happening and Infinity War from happening again. Okay. And it changes the future altogether. Okay, so, and okay, so, so I don't snap. Know. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead team. It was a it was a hint Anna Kendrick who's um rumored to play Squirrel Girl. Oh Lord. As a picture. <laughs> yeah. People always say, Oh Lord, it's Squirrel Girl. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the craziest thing of the comment. She's beating Thanos. Exactly. So, so it, it's it's like so, it's this ought to be good. Yeah, there's a lot of theories about who beats Thanos because even um, what's the sister um, what's the Nebula? What's the, what, yeah, Nebula, because Nebula wields the Infinity Gauntlet and kills him. So she may have a she may play a small part in it because remember, the mold still exists for the for the Gauntlet that he built for him. So they can build their own Gauntlet and collect the stones as well to take him down. Right. So yeah, I forgot true. about that because that's, that's another thing. Remember, remember. Um, well, in the comic book, there was really only two gauntlets, but now that we see that the mode still exists, because remember, you know, it was um, the king, the king of Asgard, Odin, you know, who had the second uh, gauntlet, mm-hmm. which is which is also weird because you know the one that he had in Asgard was a fake one. Which means he that you know Odin knew something as well about about the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Y'all don't know what I was mad at though that I was really hoping for, but I knew I wasn't probably gonna see though. Go ahead, Ronan. Oh, um, oh, Hawkeye. Yeah, he's probably gonna be in. He's probably gonna be in the. Same he's gonna be the next one. He's gonna be the next one when they get everybody together. Okay, so okay, Snap said. Okay, said a very key key thing right here. Okay, so uh, James, I think it was the Russo brothers said there's going to be 67 heroes in uh, Avengers 4, which is a way higher number than I think they said like on Entertainment Magazine. It was like 22 versus 1, I think is what it was. So that's like a bunch of more heroes. So my question is, do you think in Avengers 4 they're going to introduce new heroes that may not have movies yet? Yep. I think we were talking about this yep. before uh, before the movie came in anyway about having maybe the defenders in that problem. We don't know. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see like the defenders. Um, 
shoot, even like Taskmaster, because Taskmaster is like an anti-hero, but he is in the Secret Avengers for is a good example. And it would be kind of cool to see somebody with a face of a skull. Just saying. Mm. I kind of want to see. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I had another theory too. When it, you know, like I like I said earlier too about Thanos and like his personality and it's of you know, like when it comes to like you said before Gamora, how he feels somewhat remorseful. Like, how do you think Thanos is gonna go about when it comes to the next film? Because uh, it had me thinking about other characters that can be introduced in the Marvel universe. You know. In regards to Thanos and whatnot, so how do y'all think he'll go about going, you know, into the next movie? Mm, that's gonna be really interesting because I mean, because right now how it ended is like it's basically saying he's basically like at pieces. Like I have nothing else to prove. I've did what I I basically did what I set out to do. Yeah, he said he brought balance to the universe, but yeah. um, he feels he has to. To me, even though Thanos was, it pushed him to the top of the villain chain because, like, he was cold blooded and remorseful at the same time. See, I had more okay. He won. Yeah, he yeah he won. Yeah, that, I mean that's a, a rarity in any superhero movie. The villain actually wins, and the movie ends that way. That's one thing. But it's like that's but that's what kind of sets it apart, though. Yeah, but there's it. some people that are kind of like sympathizing, trying to say like, "Well, is he really the best villain?" I'm like, you can't really his methods. You can't really sympathize with his methods because his methods are kind of more like almost kind of like freaking genocide in a sense. When it comes to you get rid of half the population to fix the world, basically is what he. That's basically what he did, or what he would always do for any planet. He take out if it would if they were poor. He took out half the population. That means more resources and more food for the other people. If you take out half the population, I mean, won't be. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't say it would be on the same level as a uh, Killmonger. I would say, not really. Not in my not in my opinion. He's not very person I would sympathize with as a villain. But yeah. Shoot, Squirrel Girl though. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, look. I'm not hating Squirrel Girl. Like I said, the girl she she beat guys that we didn't think she was able to to beat. Like, for instance, who was it? I think Galactus. I believe she taught them into not eating the planet once. So I'm not gonna get mad at Squirrel Girl. It's just I'm I'm just intrigued if she gets put in here, how she gonna look and you know how this gonna play out. I mean, you also got. I mean, let's see who else. I mean, because you got Nova Corps that exist in the world now. So I mean, we could possibly get Nova. Uh, which I would be super, oh. super, super excited if we got Nova because I mean, if, if Captain Marvel is going to exist, their powers are pretty equivalent. She has cosmic you power, remember, he has rocket power. Briar, you remember what you asked me at the theater? I just realized that. What's up? What happened to Valkyrie and the uh, and the other one from Thor Ragnarok? Oh, yeah, what happened to the uh, to Korg and you know, the Valkyrie? Did yeah. did him did uh. Hemdal transfer them somewhere before the big battle because like the opening scene like the the ship was just taking on so much damage so yeah. did they make it out alive or not because we didn't see their corpse or anything you know yeah, yeah Valkyrie probably probably did because I mean she's another one that could show up in Avengers 4 as well but, yeah, why, but why take the but why take the whereabouts of it out of the film 
Oh, that's just the same thing like, you know, where's Hawkeye and all of this? And, you know, somebody somebody made a very valid point about the whole Captain Marvel thing at the end, right? They was like, okay, why? Okay, let's, let's go all the way back to Avengers, the first Avengers, right? Why did Nick Fury have to assemble a group when he always had Captain Marvel on the bat signal, basically? Because she was but, out on a mission. No, yeah, I'm saying, though, but I'm say, like, but if you could call anybody, why, like, in this situation when... You know, in Avengers, it was basically Thanos trying to kick off what he's done now. Like, why didn't you? It's almost kind of like some people saying, like, why didn't well, Nick? Why didn't you? Call it, her I guess because they got. I guess because they kind of got caught off guard by because they really thought they were thinking dealing with Loki and Thor was there. So you got, and then they pretty much took care of it. They didn't take care of this with the. Uh, they didn't take care of Thanos. In this yeah. movie, oh, oh yeah, for sure they didn't. And so you know, and then it ain't no telling how long it's gonna take Captain Marvel. Because I, I, I'm thinking, okay. Plus, people were trying to see because Captain Marvel comes out before Avengers, and what right. people, a lot of people don't know is they, oh well, how this gonna fit into the timeline? Captain Marvel takes place in the 80s and 90s, yeah, and, 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 and it's younger Nick. It's gonna be a younger Nick uh, Fury. They gonna they gonna CGI his face like they did Tony and Captain America. Uh, and also um, also it gives you insight of like what happens to Captain Marvel and what why she's gonna be able to pop up into uh you know what why yeah. she, why everything happens when it comes to uh when it comes to Captain Marvel, like you know, everything like that. So for them answers right there, we're gonna have to wait till next year when Captain Marvel comes out. Yeah, Captain Marvel but, comes out and uh, is expected to come out in March, so that'll be way before. It'll and be then probably one, two, about about two months probably before Avengers it. Avengers four. Yeah, because yeah, Avengers, Avengers, Avengers comes out in May of next year. Okay, so I get a good round table from everybody. Uh, where does this movie rank within the MCU for you? Ooh. <laughs> Okay, number one for Tink. Okay, Young. I'm gonna go one also. Okay, Cario. Sorry, guys. It's a it's number one for me. Number one. Okay, snap. Oh, you gotta keep my still on Black Panther, but at the same time, it's like this movie literally it did everything. I guess you could say I expected it to be, <laughs> and, and it didn't do that. It didn't do that, but okay. Who was that? <laughs> okay. Who was that? We got yo? another. We got another uh, sound effect shenanigan. Uh, who? Oh man, who died though, man? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, look, look, I got the, I know I got, I, I know I got the gun, but I ain't snapped my fingers with that gun. Somebody can't be dying right now. <laughs> yeah, my but yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll give it, I'll go ahead and give it a one. I'll give it a one. Give it a one. Don't let okay. the peer pressure get to you now. now yeah, it, like, it's hard, it's hard because it's like, you know, I love Black Panther based off the story, but I love Infinity War over Black Panther in terms of action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, in in a sense, you know, when it came down to Gamora and Thanos' story, I didn't feel that same emotional pull as you know when uh, Killmonger was fighting Black Panther in that uh, railroad scene. He was like, 
the world took everything from me, everything that I love. I didn't feel that same pull when it came to Gamora and Thanos. Right. So, so in a sense, you know, if, if it had to come down to action or whatnot, I'd give Avengers uh, Infinity War that, that and, and comedy-wise, too. So Okay, okay. Uh, for me, it's a strong number two. Strong number two. My number one is still Winter Soldier for me. It's a strong number two for me. Um, but now, man, um, let's go, man. It's yeah, we got a whole year, got a whole year. But man. the movie's done filming, so yeah. But the other other part about that, there can always be reshoots. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I just remember, like they did with this movie, they're gonna probably do stuff to throw us off. Of course, they always. Yep. They always do that. All the time. I'm just I'm just ready to see what type of trolling techniques y- y'all gonna have for us this time. Oh, I know. So, so can I talk noise? Right now, I'm really upset about the people, at, you know, at these cons who went and got this footage and leaked it out because, like, one of my favorite scenes that I know that I was looking forward to was when Thanos was going out to get the reality stone. And, you know, this thing, you know, where we got, like, the audio and we got to see the Guardians you know, all there on their mission. Yeah, like just. No, I yeah, believe. That, uh, I yeah, was that, ups- yeah, that scene yeah, on Titan. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, not not just that. And you know, seeing where they're going to the collector. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know yeah, where yeah. they where they leaked leaked that footage. You know, you know what I believe. I believe it really like, just played with my head. You know. I think you know, I think what they're gonna do with all that promotional stuff that they gave us. I don't know why I feel like they might use that as a uh, deleted scenes extras yeah. uh, when it comes off of Blu-ray. Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna load it up with deleted scenes on that on that part for the most part. I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. All right, so man. Um, that's gonna bring issue fifty-eight to an end, man. Um, hope y'all enjoyed talking about Infinity War. We got a whole another year for the Avengers. Dot 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 whatever it's gonna be called. We still don't know the title, even though we were told it was gonna we were probably gonna figure it out. Uh but nobody still doesn't know, so they're gonna be holding it close to their chest until we get a trailer for what is will be known as Avengers Four. Um please make sure you guys go check us out on all major podcast services. We are now on iHeartRadio and Spotify. Please make sure you guys subscribe to the uh to the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys um Join the join the Nerflow community on Facebook, which we are on broadcasting as we speak right now, live on Facebook Live. Um, catch us up on Twitter at Nerflow, uh, facebook.com forward slash Nerflow Podcast. Also, go over to Instagram at Nerflow Podcast, and um, new episodes drop every single Friday. So please be on the lookout for new episodes every single week. And this will continue to be a format we'll be doing. So if it's more convenient for you to catch us on Facebook Live, just go ahead and join and like the Facebook official page. That way, every time we go live, you'll get a notification and you can watch the show without having to wait till the following Tuesday to listen to it. So, uh, but yeah, man, we are out of here. Hello. Go play Fortnite.